Welcome back to King Wall's Court, episode 18, Inbound. And uh, we have an interesting band which is with us today. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, just before we go on, um, Two Tales of Woe's new t-shirts are currently being made. So I should have them with me in the next week or two. And we'll definitely have them for the gig on the 22nd of November in Chennai. We should have them on sale on the band camp very soon as well. Anyway, um, the band we have today, young band from Dublin, with a fantastic uh, calibre of musicianship in them. Um, they're going to have a big EP launch tomorrow night in Dublin. And I'm delighted to get them on today and have a chat with them on King Wall's Court. So, um, Sit back, relax, and get ready for Scathed.
Well, there we go. That was Induced to Fear uh, from the new EP where Truth Accords by my guest today, Scale. Scale, hello. Welcome Hi. to King Rose Court. <laughs> Great to see you, man. I know. It's been a while, as we were saying, hasn't it? It's been a long while, yeah. Absolutely. I think the last time we bumped into each other, we were trying. We were like ships in the night trying to get to see each other's gigs. Yes. Well, I think next year we'll make more of an effort to see each other's gigs. <laughs> I hope so. Absolutely. So, welcome, Ronan, and welcome, Ainsley. Thanks Jeez. very much for coming into the, the court of the king as they say glad to be here um, it's, it's, as I said to you I was trying to get around to doing this for ages and I'm delighted we finally got to do it because <laughs> ah, yeah. uh, you have a big gig coming up tomorrow mm-hmm. yes yeah which we'll talk about later absolutely because mm-hmm. I have a certain way of <laughs> absolutely we'll flow through it so tell me about who's in the band and tell me what they do okay. if any of you if you want you to start off yeah. yeah well um, I'm on vocals and um, we've got Ronan on drums. Um, our bassist Luke and Ronan joined the same time around a year ago now. Okay. Um, before that, it was just myself, other guitarist, second Luke, two Luke's, uh, two Luke's um, and Ryan, who's our other guitar player now. And he actually right. started off on drums, which is crazy. Oh. Yeah, like me, Luke Menton, Ryan, it was the three of us. Yeah. And uh, then we decided, you know what, Ryan. I think you'd prepare to play guitar and he's like yeah <laughs> you're right Brilliant. so we got Ronan in on drums and then t- it was it took us a while to find a basis but eventually we ended up you with uh, the absolute yeah, you found your feet with him yeah. <laughs> yeah found your feet with Ronan yeah we got lucky I was uh, <laughs> so I was delighted it was um because I remember hearing when the Petrify single came out first and I can't remember where I heard it or what it was doing at the time but I was like it's really cool like it's it's a bit different and yeah. I was like oh they're like I kind of knew Ainsley a bit through um, through college really and called arms as well yeah like. through called arms and the guys um, and I was like oh that's pretty cool yeah that, yeah it's kind of wouldn't mind doing something like that along the line and then I kind of took I took about six months off completely just to finish college there's actually three of us well technically four we're in BIM yeah all right um, myself and Ryan um, we're in the same year and we were in multiple classes together. <laughs> Didn't speak at all for the entire <laughs> four years. So the first yeah. time we talked was the first band practice. But um, yeah, no, I think Luke, the guitar player, hit me up one day randomly. He just texted me and said, hey, we saw, I think it was one of the videos on YouTube, one of the old CTA videos or yeah, something. And he's yeah. like, we'd like you to come along and try out. And this was right in the peak essay writing season in college. Oh, and I said, look, I think that'd actually be really cool, but I can't at the minute because you guys were playing a gig in Cork. Yeah, we were playing a gig in Cork, and we were like, "Hey, how about it?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> I was, I was right like, uh, "This is ten days away, and I don't know any of the songs, and uh, I have an eight thousand word thesis to write." So, but um, we kind of just got into it then that summer and just we practiced like crazy, really, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And how long were you uh, without a band for? Because you were. Like I know we, we had a bit of a jam. Yeah, we did. It. I'm trying to think kind of timeline was Call to Arms was like 2015. 2015. I think because I had just turned, I was just turned 21. And I think it was just after my birthday that year. And that was, we did up to the siege. It was actually probably this time two years ago. Yeah. So then it was October till, October to March doing nothing yeah geez. and then I remember I was sitting there one day and I was I was sitting at home with, with my girlfriend Sarah and hey, I just Sarah. got a text from yeah hey Sarah <laughs> um, 
and a text from Carl King, and I was like, oh, what's up, man? And chatting back and forth, and they were like, listen, we're thinking of having a jam, would you be interested? And I was like, Carl's interested in having a jam with me, that's brilliant. Because I, like, I've seen the guys in the world before, and great band, like, and I love you, some great energy about you, like, it was something I was completely excited about, and just... I was excited to try yeah. to work with you as well. Like, and I, I think... Still, I eventually still want to work with you again at some point. Yeah, and so. I was... We, we kind of... We did one practice, and... It went all right. It wasn't great. There was, was a okay. few good signs, and then we were kind of left at that. We would maybe... I would practice a bit more. We would come in, down again, and just... It was the right opportunity at the wrong time. Yeah, I think that's yeah. exactly how we felt as well. And... I remember I was I was torn because I, I really wanted to do it and you guys had you had a gig in Belfast that was mm-hmm. kind of there there about in June I think yeah and the idea was like okay if this goes well that we could go. be a thing and then I just remember sitting one day and I said to myself I would only be doing myself and yourselves a disservice if I did it then and there yeah yeah but, um, and I always I respect that about people yeah. they're straight up with me and uh, then it may not be what people want to hear, but yeah. that's the best way I think. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I thought. I said I could say to you, look, I could make up a big excuse here, but I was people, people have done it on me. Oh, I imagine so. Yeah, like, yeah. Just don't waste I've done it before. Yeah. Yeah. Just be honest, straight up. But uh, there is a funny video. I must find it on. There's an old hard drive at home, but I was videoing myself practicing the songs. Oh really? And there's a video of me, and it was like the fourth take of Devil's Mark. Oh cool! And I just lost the rag I kicked over my snare drum and said I was fuck this fuck that I hate music I don't want to be in a band oh. anymore but you gotta you gotta I, find that one. yeah I will I have must send it on to you but yeah no it just as I say right opportunity wrong time and well it seems that you re- and I'm not just saying it because as I said I I know you yeah and I uh, I love I love him playing the drums that was, that was <laughs> thank you I remember Dempsey Steve Dempsey said it to me about you and I was like, yeah, he's he's not with anyone. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Like, you know, what the fuck? So, um, definitely, it seems like a match made. Everybody seems. We're, to be I would say we're a quirky team. Definitely, yeah. we've got we've got five very strong personalities <laughs> in this band. Yeah, but that, um, that's a good thing. It is because good. then everyone's yeah. pulling their weight. Then you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. If it's left to one person or two, okay, you'll you'll get their kind of personalities mm-hmm. shining through more. Mm-hmm. So, but whereas. If everyone is involved, yeah. mm-hmm. it's even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just my take on it. Yeah, so, no, absolutely. Oh, I'm in a band where two of us run it. <laughs> <laughs> I love them all, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Too many cooks, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, if, the all, if you're all cooking the same recipe, then that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just have to make like sure them. we're all following the same recipe oh, no. sometimes. Which is the recipe you write. For anyone, uh, for anyone <laughs> who hasn't released an EP or done a music video or anything, it's <clears> probably <throat> the most stressful <laughs> yet rewarding thing you can do. Yeah. Like, we we have been doing this, pretty much working on this for over a year, and just setback after setback, mm-hmm. but there was times, I remember during the mix and all, and I just, I didn't want to hear it ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you love it now? Ah, oh, like, I, I mean, I think we can all say we're really proud of it. Like, Definitely. Once, once you have the finished product in your hands, you just, you know, you forget all the bad stuff yeah. that went horribly Absolutely. wrong and how long it took i think we were just frustrated because we we write a lot and we wanted to move on from these four songs yeah. but they had to get out they yeah. had to get out we only had one song out and that wasn't even with ronan and luke in the band so we had to do something 
but um, it was so worth it in the end. Like it was like giving birth, but it's done now and yeah. it's out. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> it's grown nicely. It's, it's grown nicely. Um, so who kind of for this particular band? Have you been in many bands before? I've been in two other bands. Okay. What kind of bands were they, first of all? So, um, I was, have you heard of Crooked Edge? I've heard the name. Yeah, I was in Crooked Edge for a couple of months. Um, they were looking for a vocalist. Kev Kerwin tagged me in their comments on their post. Shout out to Kev. Shout out to the gig for us tomorrow. <laughs> um, so, I auditioned and they're like, yeah, we'll have you. And um, we wrote, uh, they had their four songs finished or five songs. And then they were just like, just write your vocal. We'll record and then um the guitarist got into college in spain so he left after yeah, that like we did we did we launched the ep we did a couple of gigs around ireland which was really fun and love the guys to bits they were so much fun and like they're good friends yeah um but yeah then uh, ronan went to college in spain so the kind it just like fizzled out a bit like what happened just <laughs> yeah different, different luke's and ronan's everywhere <laughs> um so then yeah i just had all my energy to put back into scathed before um, Skate, then I was in, I, oh, I don't know if you can call it a band, like we practiced in Walkinstown, there was three or four, there's four of us and we played like, I played guitar in the band, so, like that just shows, it was like so you bizarre, because like, I can't play guitar, <laughs> right. like I had, I, I borrowed one of the lads' guitars when I went to practice to play, and <laughs> um, we played, they were into their Oasis and their Blur, and like it's so oh different God. than what I do now, <laughs> than oh I think about, we were called the Calaveras, we never gigged, all we did was piss around in a rehearsal studio for hours. <laughs> did you have fun though? <laughs> it was great crap, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all that matters, really. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, because I've got two years here now, and, like, and as I say, it is kind of, he'll be, who influenced you to start singing kind of thing? You know, is there anyone, any one person in particular that got you interested? Yeah, there was a few people. Like, really, I, I always was, I, I loved singing from when I was a kid. And I did school choir, I did all that stuff. But when I was 15 or so, I really got into, like, old school rock and roll. I loved nice. Joan Jett. Nice. I idolised her and she was, <clears throat> I was like, I want to sing like her. I, yeah, so I just tried by myself in, in my house when I was alone to try and sound like her and like just through that I kind of I wouldn't say that I sought out female vocalists because I didn't really like I would do that more mm. so now but okay. back then I didn't really just if I stumbled across someone who I really liked that's how it kind of happened but Jeff definitely Joan Jett was a massive influence of, of mine and um, Brody Dial from the, the Distillers. Distillers, massively. I love her to bits. Yeah. Um, Maria Brink. You wouldn't um, be. You wouldn't want to be a friend of hers, would you? No. <laughs> Not <laughs> our friends on orders and all that. Oh god. <laughs> and uh, and Lizzie Hale as well. Yeah, those yeah. are probably my top four. I'd She's say. doing really well, isn't it? Hailstorm. Yeah. Hailstorm. Yeah. Hailstorm. Or... Yeah. Hailstorm. Yeah. yeah. I gave her them last year. Yeah, we sold out a country show. Yeah. Right, yeah. And do you know Sorry. what? It was uh, it was funny because a couple of people were talking about it and they were like, oh, you know, we've heard that she's not particularly nice or she's very full of herself. I hate that shit. And herself, the whole band and every member of their crew, they were the nicest people Lovely. you could yeah. ever meet. They were Makes so it out there, nice. It? Yeah, like I, I was so shy because I was so starstruck. I'm yeah. really bad for getting starstruck. And I think I'm not. I was after the gig, and they were they weren't leaving till twelve. Their bus wasn't leaving till twelve. And I went up, but I really wanted my my satellite signed just mm. to keep. 
I knocked on their 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 dressing room. I was like, oh, she's so nervous. <laughs> and they're like, come on in, pour yeah. yourself a drink, have some yeah. food with us. And Savage. I was like, I'll just go get the other guys. And they're like, absolutely. So we all <laughs> no, sat in. <laughs> we were white because Angie went in. She's like, I'm just going to see if I can get her autograph. I'm like, I'll see. And the the four of us were standing around. <laughs> Looking cool. To, yeah, just kind of. And like the, the crew were loading all the stuff out. And then we were chatting to a couple of guys from MCD. And just kind of waiting. She was in there for about five minutes and then ten minutes. And we're like, what's what going on? And then she popped her head. I was like, <laughs> waved motions. Like, guys, come on, come on. Yeah, oh, they got me so drunk in that dressing room. Oh, Joe oh. just kept hopping up my whiskey. I was whiskey like, oh my and God. Wine and yeah. beers yeah. and everything. But well, it's all there to be drank, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah, they went. I mean, and were they going to Belfast then after that? They or? were. They did, yeah. yeah, they did. yeah. I think that was like a Wednesday night or something in the academy. And then they were up in the Belfast on Thursday. Yeah. It's yeah. A weird when you're playing a, a week now, isn't it? Mm. Like, yeah. Like that. Or, or as well as that, if it's if your you're set's over at like 8 o'clock or half eight. Yeah. Because you know the way we're all mm. used to playing at like 12 or... On a Saturday <laughs> or something. Yeah, easily or yeah. later that evening. And as well as that, and the, don't... Anyone that's listening, don't take this the wrong way. You could be playing to feck all people. Yeah. And it's a good old lineup. Yeah, oh yeah. Where you're playing on a Wednesday have... night to a fucking yeah, sold out crowd. Yeah, like. yeah. I've played with some of probably the best bands around Ireland. And even people that were kind of over from the UK for gigs mm. to less than 10 people. You know, like played, on the rocks, downstairs, favours on like a Thursday. And, ugh. I played a gig in Fred Zeppelin's one time. And this yeah. is where I'd you. Well, I believe it's different now. So on your car, people listening, don't kill me. <laughs> I believe it's different now, but I remember playing a gig there with a band from the States. Mm. I think they were from the States. And um, no one came with it upstairs. Yeah. Everybody was downstairs. It was yeah. jammers downstairs yeah. and they were to the jukebox. So there was live music on upstairs. And that just kind That's of sounds a little yeah. bit, you know? Yeah, yeah it's, it's weird because we had the opposite experience. Like we, But I think the difference was that we were playing with bands who had like much younger friends. So like... They, I don't know, was it an 18 skiing or was it under? Our last time we played yeah. Freds. Well, I don't know, well, that time, but then there's two other times that we've played, mm. and it's always been, it's always filled out a bit, but yeah, I think yeah. because they had a younger group going in who weren't there just to drink, they went up. They were going yeah. up. Yeah. So we got lucky because they're whatever mm. bands are playing, you know. We played, but it was quite a mix. I think it was four or five bands the last time, and mm. it was like, it was quite a mixed group of bands on it like there were there was kind of like a punk rock band and then mm-hmm. there was like a, a noise rock duo very right. different bands but like I thought it was class I love playing with bands of a similar genre but sometimes it just gets a bit repetitive and I sometimes like, yeah, having I like, something a bit of a wild card there yeah is, I like um, mixed, build, mixed builds yeah. if we can get them going yeah, yeah. you yeah. know it's quite hard though at times mm-hmm. especially when you know when the people are expecting a certain kind of a, a package I think mm-hmm. like from my band like you know I, I've kind of they were playing in a few weeks and I have like I own a death cult and Grey mm-hmm. Stag playing which are kind of similar in in in, in approach I suppose to yeah. us but like I like I mean I'm looking at I'd love to play with you guys at some point absolutely yeah, yeah. Just to, for example just to put you as us and horrenda on the bill yeah. you know just fuck with people's heads yeah. like that for us <laughs> you know but um, Ronan Influences, because we, we've spoken about this before, yeah. but never on a podcast, so yeah. um, tell the lovely people. Yeah, starting off, um, the quick thing about me as a musician, I played like classical piano wow. when I was like seven, up until I was about 16. Awesome. 
and uh, I had a very good friend from secondary school, uh, Aaron Gilbert, who was playing with Infectious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was like, "We need a drummer. We need a drummer." And I started off playing rock band. No you know way. the yoke on the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like they were like, "Ah, you can do that. You can play a key." And I think <laughs> I started playing drums when I was about fifteen. Then. Wow. And just I practiced so much over just a real short period of time. Mm. But I think the bands really starting off for me, we would listen to a lot of like Metallica, like Lars, on Ride the Lightning in particular. Oh yeah. I love, yeah. it's still my favourite Metallica album. Absolutely love it. Um, and we played a load of covers of that. And then the, the second main influence is a funny one as well. It's, I can't remember the guy's name. I think his name is Moose or something. But from Bullet from My Valentine. Okay. And they were, they were like kind of emo metalcore stuff, but they were, I don't know, it was a 15 year old me thought it was class. They were still good musicians and fans. Oh, they really were, like, and his stuff, it was a lot of double kick, and I kind of stopped, you know, borrowed uh, a lot of ideas (laughs) from him, like, with the double kick stuff, and I loved that, and they were kind of the two main guys starting off, like, I, I know people gave Lars a lot of shit, but... Hey, you know, he laid the most influential drummer of, of all time. Like, yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, so if people are allowed to be shit in their older, older yeah, years, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like how long are they gone now? How long have they been touring? Over oh, 30 years. 30 now. plus years, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're never going to be the same as you were in your early 20s. <laughs> so it's, not, it's not physically. <coughs> and at least every single rock or metal fan likes at least one Metallica song. Yes. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's like them and probably Iron Maiden. Yeah. Everyone likes at least one song. Yeah. And if you don't, there's something wrong with you. Or you're lying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. absolutely. I mean, like Master Puppets it was my first. Yeah, I think I was the same. Yeah, that's still my favorite to this day. So, but then after that kind of, I've kind of mellowed a little bit now. My my the stuff I listen to, the two drummers that I listen to a lot at the minute. Um, there's a band called Death Heaven. I don't know if you've heard of Death Heaven. No, no. They, they kind of burst into popularity in 2013. They had this album. It was like a mix of black metal with kind of shoegaze sort of stuff, like real delayed. It's like Oasis meets Bruism or something. Oh, it's, it's very weird. <laughs> it's hard to describe, but they're from intrigue now. Yeah. yeah, their drummer Dan Tracy is fucking unbelievable. Where are they from? They're California, I think. I actually saw them recently myself, and our bassist Luke flew to Belgium to see them, mm. and I had seen them in Wheelands three years ago. Just on a Wednesday evening in Wheelands, like yeah. busy enough, but Wheelands all the same. And this place was like three thousand cap venue sold out Damn. once in advance. But love his stuff. Um, and then I got massively into ISIS recently as well. Oh, ISIS, yeah. And Aaron, not the terrorists. No, not, not the terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, shut it off. I've I've kind of started playing, and I've started to do. I do a bit of session work as well. And one of the guys was like. Have a listen to this specific album by them and Aaron. Is it Aaron? Yeah, Aaron Harris is their drummer. They have two Aaron's. Right. <laughs> and so Aaron's, Luke's, oh, Browns. There's all this. <laughs> but he kind of inspires me a lot. He's not a very busy player. Okay. It's very much sort of feel. Which is it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's it's a different sort of thing that I've been kind of used to. Like where instead of maybe doing a lot of busy stuff, he's just kind of feeling along and. That's what I'm trying to do on my own playing a little bit. I think when I was when I was in Carl's Arms, we had a tendency to write 
the most over the top stuff possible. Now it was great. Yeah, but it was hard to play. Yeah, like it was. You always had to be on top of it. You know, sometimes it was a little bit off. But I've been trying to step back a little bit, like and just kind of let the song serve the purpose. Mm-hmm. As opposed, I, to I, I always say that if a drummer plays for the song and yeah. not for himself, he's a good or he or she, yeah. he's a good drummer. Yeah. Um, I've had too many instances instances <laughs> where the drummer played for themselves and not for the music yeah. and it failed eventually failed unfortunately so it makes a better it makes a better song in the long run I mean yeah. even through our we demo fairly extensively on of a tendency to maybe overplay the first time around <laughs> but then when you listen back to it and you go the, the simpler it might make something else maybe a vocal melody or you know a bass line stand out a little bit better yeah. and at the end of the day, my job is to keep time. Yeah. And kind of the guitars and the vocals mm-hmm. are the star of the show, really and truly. Well, not necessarily. Not. And yeah. Was yeah. Oh, no, like, yeah, yeah no, I like, I do there's throw a good, in a few flashy There's discs, a good interlock between the bass yeah. and the drums. Yes. And absolutely. that's like, uh, Henry Rollins used to call it a rhythm alliance. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know? But I mean, I, again, I mean, and I mean, like, I, I like my vocals to be part of the instruments mm-hmm. rather than my vocal out front, sure. you know. And yeah. so, not that I don't like being out front, I like I'm a front man, of course. But, like, Absolutely. if we can get that perfect balance where everything is an instrument and yeah. everyone has their equal amount of, of a sound, if you get me, mm-hmm. and that's what we kind of pushed for with Bloodwood, we wanted to make sure everyone like you could get the, 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 the really clear, crisp bass tone. That kind of stuff, yeah. and everybody kind of has their time to shine. Yeah. You know, so I think that's that's where uh, I think if would you if you're playing that way, yeah, it's a much better way to play and stuff. You know, and I think it's it's working for you. Yeah, you know? that's what I think. And Ainsley, um, front man to front woman. <laughs> I really love when I have uh, front people. This is so <laughs> weird because normally you say front man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> normally when I have a singer and. Uh, you do royal lyrics, do you? I do, yeah. There's cool. one or two songs that, like, Ronan or <coughs> had like a few lines here and there, and I just built around them. But I write them like ninety percent. Yeah. What would be your main kind of inspiration for lyrics there? Um, my main inspiration, I suppose, I have like a book that I carry around with me sometimes, and if a thought that's worth writing down, yeah happens <laughs> I'll write it down or if I think of something that I think might be a good theme for a song if I'm feeling particularly strongly about something I'll you know write that down or think about some things that might you know I could build on that from that mm. um I mean I when I look back at my lyrics it's kind of I to me I see like a, some of my influences and then sometimes not at all like um we we wrote what um obsessions a new mm. song we wrote cool. and I was looking at the lyrics like that looks like a Nirvana song <laughs> okay um and then like I used to be a big My Chemical Romance fan back in the day <laughs> oh, and I, I sometimes I find myself I just loved his like poetry to me it was just yeah. when I was younger I loved how he wrote and how creative he was and you know that was great so I do try to I draw influence from that but I also just let it flow naturally you know if, yeah. I don't try to you make don't force something. It. No, no, no. And I think forcing yeah. it is just your your line. Yeah. I mean, and, and I suppose like what I'm saying is like, would you have, say, like uh, lines written before you mm-hmm. hear the music, or would you write 
to what you hear what they have or both yeah, yeah both I because yeah I would have you know an entire a massive paragraph of 18 lines of like just shite like nonsense <laughs> yeah. nonsense sentences. Yeah, and then sometimes yeah. the guys will bring a song and I'll be like okay mm, I think that sentence fits there oh and it's like a, a jigsaw yeah, and I'm like that yeah. fits there that works there oh that's very like around. the way yeah, yeah yeah um and then the end product but yeah I don't think I've ever written a song where I started off on the first sentence of the first verse and wrote it all the way down no. I don't think that's ever happened no. to me before but like you ever get to a stage where you're like how the fuck did I write that yeah and, and you know you're like that's awesome how yeah. did I fucking write I'm really proud of that yeah and like you say it would start jumbled up yeah and yeah. you're like what the hell yeah you know yeah. And it's a great feeling isn't it like, yeah it's so rewarding especially when you've laid it down yeah after the demo and you've played it loads and you're like this actually does feel like a real song whereas in the mm. beginning it's like I just threw this together like from nonsense yeah. and made it into something yeah. but then it just starts to take on its own its own meaning yeah and, I think yeah. I think we're very lucky in a sense that we're able to create yeah, in that way yeah. in, in a quite a personal way as well mm. yeah you know like I'm only recently uh, I didn't realise it I think I said it in the last podcast but I subconsciously wrote two songs about my mental health mm-hmm and they didn't realise it. Yeah. Like they just came out. Yeah. And yeah. like that I don't like that I don't force the situation. I wrote one for two tails and then uh my other project you probably had Withered Fist. Yes. So there's two songs that I didn't even realise were mm-hmm. about mental health and it was just like I've there I've they're like my extra kids now and I'm yeah, even more protective yeah. of them yeah. now. Yeah. It's mad. So like yeah, uh, I love hearing how what there is this. Yeah, I find it really interesting. It's well. um it's it's interesting that I'll work in working with it because I myself and the other Luke kind of write lyrics as well Right. but anytime we put it to it I never quite feel it's kind of like oh I don't really know here and then you pass it off to Ainsley and kind of works our magic on it a little yeah. bit and I don't know it's just it, it, it's nice hearing something and there's a particular scale to writing and writing lyrics and actually making something yeah. mean something which I don't have the scale of and you you guys both do like it's it's about telling a story and putting a, a vibe across and it's it's amazing to like think when you have a song done instrumentally and then you're kind of waiting for the lyrics but mm-hmm. how much better of an overall package it makes it with, yeah. with something that means something as well behind yeah. it yeah. yeah but that again that brings me back to everybody has a part to play in the yeah. band everyone yeah, has absolutely. their equal part so you might think Oh, like you know, easy stuff. Whatever you still have as much of a part to play mm-hmm. in creating what just create. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, and when a band is is on form and and is producing on on all cylinders, mm. there's nothing like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's really nothing. Like it's it. a great feeling. Like it's, yeah. I would say, just like the actual writing of the music and playing it live. It's quite cathartic. Like it's absolutely. It's just. Mm-hmm. There's no other feeling like in the world, I don't think. <laughs> and like, there's times like I'm sure we we were joking at practice the other day. We were all dead tired, practicing at about half ten at yeah. night, and we were like, oh, I don't want this. But then we practiced the other night as well, and just the excitement out for the gig, yeah. and like it's gonna be great tomorrow. Like, yeah, really. Can't wait. Yeah, I'd say I'm I'm you know, gonna do my best to get down. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a while. Yeah. And as I said, Angie, because you're my kind of first front woman on the show, I just wanted to talk about something maybe that you could help me with. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, is there a lot of women, girls on the Orange Metal scene that we know about, or are they, is it is it hard for them to kind of break into the scene? Or 
what do you think? If you if you understand what I'm saying, yeah, I don't, again, yeah, I don't yeah, want it to sound cliche or yeah. anything no, like that. No, no, not at all. Um, like it's nice to have have a conversation about it because Absolutely. I think people are scared to talk about yeah. it. No one wants to one say thing the wrong thing. And, <laughs> um, there's yeah, there's definitely an imbalance there. Like you know, mm. when you look at the population, fifty percent of us are female, fifty percent of us are male. So and that should spill into every area of life. And for some reason, music in general. And then specific, particularly rock music and metal music, there is just that imbalance, yeah. and um, I, I don't know what it is. Um, you know, yeah, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even answer why. I don't even, I don't, I don't even know why that is. Mm. Um, like it's uh, definitely, but the, even the fact that there is so few of us sometimes makes friendships a little bit more special. Excellent. Like there's some girls who I know. Um, Julia from Red Sun Alert, I love her. Mm-hmm. Love when I get to meet up with her. She's great. Um, it's nice when I run into Hazel. What's her well. name? What's her, her name of her band again? Julia, and she's from Red Sun Alert. Cool. Yeah, yeah. they're they're awkward. Definitely yeah. check, check them, them out. out. Yeah. Um. And you yeah. said Hazel, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's nice, like when when you do get to know other girls in the scene and get to know them more, and it's it's just it's just a little bit more special, you know, yeah. because you know you're like. Also, there's like there's so few of us here that, yeah. you're... huh? Mm. Uh, I don't know. He's a... I don't know. Right oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had um and Jesse. Yeah. Our a bassist we jammed with um oh, a while cool. ago as well. Before we had Luke, she it, it was nice as well to have another girl in the band. Yeah. A little yeah. while, and um, yeah, like. As I mean, I, that's the main thing. Just like meeting other girls is like, yeah. it's just a, it makes it a little bit more different. Like, like normally we would, if we see girls in, in the rock metal bands as musicians more so, mm-hmm. as in with an instrument, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like Claire from Dead Label. Yeah. Or, oh, of course. Claire, um, I would forget her, yeah. Um, and, and Ace from Celticorp, <clears throat> yeah. you know, the drummer. That's drummers. Yeah. Female drummers, you know, female yeah. drummers. I don't know, there seems to be a lot more female um, musicians in the punk scene. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Danny yes. Nolan as well, amazing drummer who I went to be in with. That's true, yeah. yeah. That's bad. So, yeah, do you find any, how do you find people accept, like, uh, like the, the metal heads taking, like, <laughs> or the rock heads or whatever? Like. Yeah, I don't want to say that I've ever had, like, a bad experience that was down to me being a girl. Um, but I wouldn't want to demean other people's experiences either. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, I haven't experienced that and I'm really lucky um hopefully stays that way you know <laughs> yeah. but also I was good music and you will be I mean, you <laughs> like I, if, if it did ever happen like I would just take it on the chin like yeah. I kind of would I, would, yeah. I get you yeah you know it's, I, mean? I mean I just because you know yourself you know yourself like the Irish metal scene can be so judgmental at times and yeah, yeah um yeah. I, I just I think it's refreshing to see a really strong front woman personality doing really well you know I love it yeah. and that's why I kind of wanted to bring it up tonight you know what I mean so um, <clears throat> keep doing what you're doing thank you and hopefully well hopefully like you can inspire the next group of young girls coming up that are into metal yeah, yeah. or rock cool. <laughs> I keep saying metal yeah, yeah. sorry bit of both yeah like, you're a bit of both that's, like, that's the thing with us we, I think it started off kind of hard rock with a bit of metal mm. and now I think it's more metal with a bit of rock that's, we're yeah. still we're still trying to find our feet as in terms of the five piece that it is now just and that's a cool writing. thing because I was even trying to like who did this sound yeah. I don't know 
you know. Yeah, and I think when people can't put us in a box, yeah, every time we get a review, they're like... Someone they're... said the other day uh, that we were like, uh, what was it, the cranberries on acid or something like... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> who's, who's a female from the band? Cranberries. <laughs> there we go, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just, we're, we're all trying to kind of gel together and mm. write and like, we have four, or sorry, well, three done singles at the minute for kind of 2020 onwards and they're all very different so we're just trying to kind of see we're going to play the three new songs tomorrow and it's just interesting nice. to see yeah. what the reaction is like to maybe a slightly heavier song or something like back because I don't think we're going into it saying we have to be particularly soft or we want yeah. to go too hard Yeah, we're just kind of going with the flow yeah, yeah like yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think we ever go into something saying right and it says this has to sound like this mm. it kind of just yeah. ha- whatever happens happens yeah. and I, I, what I like about your vocals is there's a certain swagger to them oh really yeah <laughs> it's like a, it's like you're um, I'm trying to where would I put it now um, I was listening I'm like yeah because I wouldn't normally like I'm, well my favourite I love Kate Bush oh yeah she's and, great and uh, like my favourite album is The Kick Inside her, her debut album you know mm. I know your vocal her vocal are kind mm. of miles apart but I just, just something that I, I like that clicked with me with your vocal band and so I wouldn't normally be into an awful lot of female vocalists mm-hmm. you know but um, yeah there's a kind of a cheeky swagger about it that I like and I'm like yeah that's that, that girl can tell a story though, you know? <laughs> that's, that's good to hear <laughs> yeah well that's that's just how I feel when I hear that when I, I listen to the well you kept me awake on the bus this morning so you know <laughs> oh, god knows whatever yeah. that, well it was finished at six so <laughs> god yeah so Again, thanks for sharing that with me. Um, tell me some of your favourite Irish metal bands and rock bands. Sorry, Irish metal bands. Oh God, coming off the cuff there. Yeah, well, uh, I'm not going to prepare. Ah, yeah, this. yeah, no, absolutely. Um, why is this one so hard? The first name that always comes to mind will always be Dead Label. Yeah, yeah, because absolutely. A, but the point is, they now for they absolutely are. Like, I mean, I remember the first time I got to play with them, I was like. I was starstruck. Yeah. I saw them in 2012 opening for Machine Head. Yeah. And I was like, I, I saw them and said, holy shit, there's an Irish band on the stage in the Olympia. And they could have been, they could have been, you know, a signed band from anywhere in the world. They get the crowd going. Mm-hmm. Dan is such an amazing front man. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he would, you do whatever he tells you to do. Yeah. Like he just has it. And they're such a tight unit. Yeah. Um, and they write good songs as well. Like, and they're the nicest people you'll ever meet. Yeah. Like Claire was always great for me with advice as a drummer because I didn't yeah. really know much starting off, and I used to go into her next music all the time. And like, <laughs> annoy her. Ah yeah, <laughs> I, I felt at the time I was trying to be like thing, and she was always like, "No, no, it's grand," and she would help me tune my kit and just little yeah. bits of advice here yeah. and there, and loved it. Um, one of my favorite bands that aren't around anymore actually are Genova. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah, we were good friends with those guys. We shared a room with them a couple of times. Why are they not going anymore? I'm, I'm you know? not sure. I don't know the, the the finer point of the details. Um, CJ had left a couple of years, and then he was replaced by Hugh, and then Brian Harrington, another amazing frontman as well, amazing guy, real nice guy as well. I think he just he was just burnt out with kind of bands in general so yeah, yeah. he finished it off and I don't think they had a couple of people in on vocals but I don't know if anything really ever came to it and 
They're From what I like, remember, he was a bit of a force of nature, wasn't he? Yeah, Boy. yeah, absolutely incredible. Had a bit of a had a bit of an opinion on on a lot of things. Ah, listen, I mean, you know, you know I and if I remember correctly, I I always think there's a lot of people who I would disagree with stuff on a personal level like yeah. even close friends but purely from the, the stuff that he does on a stage and on yeah, the recording yeah. like it's incredible like yeah they they had a they had a certain sound that way yeah and then I think the last name that's come to mind is Horrenda obviously oh, yeah. our buddies <laughs> yes. our new buddies and Horrenda um, who I had kind of seen bits and pieces of over the years and then I remember I think we both played the same Metal to the Masters heat this year Yes, we, did we? Uh, yeah, I think it was the first heat. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, and it was my first time actually properly sitting down to watch them. I was like, "Fuck, these are guys are class." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we became real mates. Then recently yeah. enough, it was like a case of right, we need to find a band really quick. I think we had two days to find someone to go no in. Way. And we're like, who do we know that's good that we could trust? And we mm. sent the guys a message and no, no, a friendship, little friendship was born. So yeah, sense, they were telling me to tell you actually about a story or something. What was that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, Air Room, it's a 24 access place and every once in a while I do a bit of session work for different people and I was in one night, I was probably about half twelve, one o'clock and I was sitting away on the keyboard kind of programming out some stuff for a session. My eyes were wrecked, I was tired and I remember just spinning around in the chair and I sat there and all of a sudden in the corner of the room jumps out this big fucking I don't even know what to describe it as this big figure so the guys have a mascot called Shannon <laughs> and apparently it had been in the rehearsal spot the whole time and I just it's hadn't noticed it mind, and I, when I say I nearly crapped my pants it was that bad it oh, is freaky like, it's very yeah, freaky like, the guys are much that, into their like you know obviously the imagery and stuff that goes yeah. with the black metal thing and it's just a little logo that they have there with them, but I don't know. I yeah, here there it is actually. Give you a look. Here's a look there. Oh yeah, now that yeah. would that would that scare, scare you. you. It yeah, well, you've yeah. never seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like, and I, I just texted him. I said, lads, how long is that there? How have I not seen this before? Or is, <laughs> did you put that there, or is this some sort just of arrived there? You know, is this the end for Roman? But um, oh my yeah, god, no. that's cool. No, um, very cool guys. Any bands you particularly like, anything? Um, yeah, there's a good few. Um, of course, Jailbirds come to mind. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Jailbirds. You're a boy, yeah. um, They're doing great at the moment, isn't yeah, they? Yeah, they're doing really well, and we're really proud of them. Yeah, it's a shit with Oh, they're doing great things because they're, they're so like niche, and yeah. everyone loves a bit of rock and roll. Hard you know, yeah, one thing I know is about a band is that if they walk out, yeah, they're. Or tip me tap, they walk really fucking hard. One of the most professional bands like yeah. I've ever met yeah. in Ireland. Um, then also I I'm such a fan girl for Greyface. Have you heard of Greyface? I've heard of them. They, they, they are they, my babes. Yeah. Like they played the Bloodstock final last year, didn't they? They were no. Was it, not they, it was it was the Vakken. Oh, the Vakken thing, yeah. and they won it. They, they won. won. They went to Vakken. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're a bit of a strange proposition, isn't they? Don't they, know. they just yeah. They started. They were they were quite young when they started off, and I think it started kind of metalcore. Yeah. Mm. And then they were played with eight strings for a little while. Eight strings. Yeah. They, it was like a Cheers. six month phase, Cheers. I think. But then in the last year or two, I think it's been, it's kind of like rock, rap, opera, uh, like it's 
It's very hard to describe it. If yeah, rap. On, it is like rap on paper. Yeah. On paper, because I remember, I remember, I kind of saw a picture of them and they kind of they have kind of outfits and stuff, and mm. it's like inspired by theater. And I was kind of like, how is that gonna work? And then we played with them in Wales during the summer, and they were incredible. Mm-hmm. Wow, really, really. They're good. just so creative. Uh, Rory's lyrics are great. His rhythm is amazing yeah. like they're just deadly also on stage when you look at them they're all they look so freaky yeah, they yeah. just look like little yeah. weirdos and it's great <laughs> <That works. laughs> in the best way Absolutely. um so i love them um callous crows as well are another rock band that i think are deadly i don't really know what they're up to now but a couple of years ago they were doing some cool things jeffield chemistry as well yeah friends of ours don't know what they're doing now either oh, but, I, remember um, the, I remember the name already yeah, yeah. danny uh, actually recorded most of the EP and oh, mixed and mastered it. Mick from Track Mix did the drums and the bass right. and then Danny did the guitars, vocals and then the mix and master and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that covers so. that question. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. yeah. Um, there's a band I like, um, I don't know if you know anyone from them, um, uh, The Virgin Converters. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good band. Oh my god! <laughs> the, the the funny there's actually a funny story about the Virgin Race as well because I think it was around May originally when Ainsley no when Luke mm-hmm. Menton um scared guitarist texted me and said look we're looking to set this up I was like okay cool and then we had our first rehearsal maybe two weeks later and gelled really well and I was like look. Okay, you're in the band if you want to be in the band. I was like, amazing. And then I knocked you maybe the same night. The other Luke from the Virgin Converters texted me and said, Hey, huh. I'm in need of a drummer. I've been sent you away by a few people. I've heard you're like, wow. you know, you've got what it takes. Yeah. Would you be interested? I said, Man, I joined the band about six hours ago. <laughs> I would love to do it, but I just didn't have the time. Yeah. And then uh, Fate, I think, brought the two of us together because. <laughs> We're like yin and yang sometimes, and then oil and water other times. Like we're very, uh, we work kind of well together a lot of the time. But is there much happening with that? Can I ask? Or? It's it's on hiatus a little bit. Okay. We do have a couple other projects that we're kind of working on. We are trying to get up. We have a few things we want to record. We reckon we're going to go up to track mixing. Lovely. Get a bit of stuff done. Yeah. But we did the metal to the masses this year mm. as well, purely just as. Let's have a bit of crack with this. Exactly, yeah. And like we did, we put a lot of backing tracks and stuff in it. There's a very funny video as well. We, for the Wildcard show, we took a few videos of Orin from <laughs> previous years. No way. So Orin, of course, anyone that knows him at the Metal to the Masses mm-hmm. is the MC. And in between, oh, yeah. he's roaring and, you know, getting the crowd G'd up and whatever but we took a load of sound bites and just randomly no put them through the set yeah of him is talking. that video on youtube is it there is one yeah i must send it on oh, to you do, um, do. but there, there's one part in particular where the, the video like orange getting up because he thinks the song is over and then it just cuts and it's just him shouting fucking blood stack <laughs> and then just a big breakdown happens oh yeah i'll just hear that it's great you have to see it so yeah so uh, another thing that i was just Wanted to ask you, there's a band from New York called Scathed. Have you heard of them? 
I think there's three bands. <laughs> really? Yeah, there's like three yeah. bands. And has there been any kind of discussions with anyone like, oh, it's my name or my name? or No. Or I, any... I actually did reach out to them because oh, there was one time that um all of their gigs, their ticketed gigs were coming up on our Spotify. Oh, right. So you'd yeah. go onto our Spotify and it would say we were playing in Buffalo. <laughs> and like, obviously we, we were. We had someone, <laughs> someone message us then and was like, oh, we, I didn't know you guys were going to the States. Yeah, and we were like, we're not. <laughs> not a chance. Um, so I did message them and be like, hey, look, I don't know if this is your issue or our issue, but we need to sort it out because you're, you, I'm sure you're losing out on like yeah. co- people coming to our Spotify yeah. seeing that we're playing in Buffalo and we're not. It's actually your show. You know, that can't be good for either of no, us. Yeah. So maybe no. we'll sort that out. And I don't know what they did. They sorted it out, whatever yeah. they did. And um, yeah, but sometimes I think, I hope that when people from Ireland search skate yeah. we, like, yeah. we in the process of getting the EP ready like one of the things we did was we registered all the tracks with PPI yeah um, and then we were playing on the radio in the UK I think it was the Ignite Rock Show or something can't remember the exact name but one of the things we said to him was like have a look we sent him on the uh, the ISRC code and we said yeah. just have a look because there is a couple of scales and when he looked at it, he said, you're the only guys that have actually kind of registered the oh, songs mm. online, yeah. that sort of way. So, Brilliant. Um, but they're, yeah, I think there's a punk band and then there's also, mm-hmm. there was like a, a, a wedding band yeah. on Blue Wild sort of thing yeah. from somewhere Fair as well. Ah, listen, there's only a finite amount of words out yeah. there. Yeah. Sometimes I like their stuff just yeah, to just, be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like their page. I, I like some of their posts sometimes. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to just pause this for a minute and then when we come back we'll talk more about the EP mm-hmm. yeah. and the EP launch tomorrow night. Perfect. Yeah. So just bear with us for a moment while I uh, turn some lights on. <laughs> <laughs> so Ronan just got his uh, extra glass of water there. So, uh, Diva. Yeah, King welcome back uh, King Wall's Court in the house. We have Skade. Thanks again for coming again, guys. Thank you. So let's talk about this awesome, awesome EP where truth occurs. <sighs> Tell me about the process. When did it happen? Who's the, the personnel? Wanna, and... Do you want to start off? Where to begin? Um, so... Yeah. Before we go on, sorry, I will point out it's a lovely... Uh, Design. The artwork, do you like it? Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. We it's uh, Serpent Tusk. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he did an unreal job. My old buddy Calvin. Calvin, yeah. absolute legend. He uh, did this for us like so quickly as well. And mm. he he asked me like what I kind of had in mind. And I told him what I had in mind and he nailed it. So we're absolutely... I think he's, he's on for it at the moment. Oh, doing really so is. well. Yeah. It was... Uh, we, I think the la- we in particular just wanted to make sure that... The message of what Ainsley's vocals mm. were written about was getting put across, and it was a, it was kind of like, I don't know. When I saw it the first time, I was like, yeah, that, it, I don't know. It made sense to me looking yeah. at it, like, yeah. yeah. Well, if, if it hits you straight away, then it makes exactly. you feel a winner. So. Yeah. Props to Cal. Yeah. My boy. Kind of. <laughs> so go on. Tell me about the record. Um. So we started recording. We started with the songs are just before we talk about the recording. The songs were written a long time ago. Good while, like a year and a half ago. Yeah, a year and a half ago. Before I joined the band, right? Um, and it was kind of a case of were all of them written before? You yeah, joined? yeah. I oh, change yeah. we we changed little bits. The 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 first song, "Compromise Me," the single, we kind of just changed. 
I threw a double kick section in, which yeah. <laughs> led to the lads like maybe playing a little bit heavier in the yeah. verse than yeah. originally planned, but it was ninety nine percent done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, yeah, awesome. pretty much like the songwriting was done. Yeah, just like the extras, the yeah. cherry on top and stuff. Exactly, like that, yeah. you know, um, yeah. So that was the writing process. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like we had these songs in our back pocket for so long, yeah. so long, and that was great when you know the lads joined the band that we could finally get into recording. So we went to Danny Boshkov who recorded Petrify. Um, literally recorded guitars, bass, vocals in his bedroom. Um, and then drums were done. Yeah, um, we did. Originally, the plan was that um, Danny is part of a duo called North South Recordings. Okay. Or North South. Yeah, I think North yeah, South Recordings. Because yeah. um, he's half based in Belfast and half in Dublin. Okay. And they have a space up there. And we were booked in maybe three or four times, but. Between myself and my work schedule, Danny and his schedule, and his partner up there, yeah. James, I think, yeah. that he works with up in Belfast, we just couldn't get down to get the drums done. Okay. Um, and then eventually, we were kind of were back and forth for a while, and we just said, look, we'll the, just the guys ahead. had the Virgin Verse had recorded with Michael up in Track Mix before, and he's done so many oh, people yeah. in Ireland, like... <laughs> And we said, right, we'll go up there and we'll do the drums. And we went up. We flew through the drums. Like, I think it was my first time meeting him and he, he laughed. We set up and got the tones or whatever. And then he was like, will we try a take? And he, I could hear him. He had actually left the mic on and he was talking to Luke. And he said, is this guy good? Like, is he good? Like, is this going <laughs> to be... Did he do it on purpose? No, no. It's, well, I, who knows? But um, we did most of the songs in the first or second take pretty much. We flew through and he was like, at the f- end of the first take, he was like, oh, you're one of those drummers. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's perfect. That's great. Um, but yeah, we did that and we had so much time then because we had booked the day to do the drums because I didn't want to leave ourselves short by doing half a day and then mm. regretting it. So we just did a full day. We had enough time then to fully re-record the bass because Luke had just gotten a brand new bass as well and the sound was a million times better with it. So... Now I mixed sort of the with that and then we kind of sent it all on to Danny then and then took a while trying to get sort started with the mixing and um, we actually myself and Luke B the bass player went to Danny and we kind of sat in for the edits and then um, we kind of gave him notes and then once a week I think for about five or six weeks we kind of all well the, the two guys sat together and I was kind of um, I was working late a lot of the time so I wasn't there for but um, they got the mix going but it's quite a dense mix I think because there's a lot going on and like mm. I think they did a great job with it like, they really really did yeah yeah it's um, yeah as I say like we're, we're really proud of it but and you should be absolutely yeah. thank you thanks <laughs> but even I think um, I think like as you as you probably know yourself the recording process we had the master tracks I think in May mm-hmm. sitting on them sitting oh, and then so you know terrible. trying to get A the money together yeah. to get everything sorted and B just the time just yeah. to get everything done so yeah. we wanted everything to align like we needed yeah. to organise a gig we needed to get merch we needed yeah. to like just organise so many different the video like yeah. everything had to it had to be released we didn't want to just put it out there we needed to put together yeah. 
like a whole campaign, a I campaign, suppose. Yeah. Because we just didn't want it to just release it and just sit, sit there like, and then release different things at different times. Yeah. We wanted this to just be its own release and then move on to the next thing and kind of do that systematically, yeah. you know. So that 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 takes so long yeah. to prepare and organize for you. Like we've learned so much from this release. Oh, the yeah. top thing I think is that, you know, if we wrote a song tomorrow, that song will not get released for another like no, five, no, six, not. seven months. Yeah. So if you yeah. want to do it properly, you know, yeah, absolutely. allowing for setbacks and stuff like that. So. And it's always a learning process. Yeah. No matter well, how you are yeah. yeah. I think yeah. one of the one of the, the, the fun well, I wouldn't say funny aspects because it wasn't funny at the time, but we kind of got to a point where we we're like, okay, everything's clicking into place. We did the video with Olga. We yeah. had gotten. The CDs were coming in the post. We had our T-shirts, which we actually sold out the first batch of T-shirts, which was completely, we were taken aback. We bought these T-shirts for the gig Mm. and we were actually panicking then because Mm -hmm. uh, the girl that did the T-shirts for us, Sarah from Press, um, just had a baby. So we were like, okay, who are we going to get to reprint them for the gig? But anyway, the last piece of the puzzle was getting the physical CDs. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, maybe like six days before it came out the week before I messaged one of the guys I was like will you just play a few of the CDs just to see what it sounds like and there was there was a problem with the oh, the encoding of the files no way yeah so we didn't realise when a CD is mastered for a physical release mm. it's mastered in a specific way and the industry standard is to have a two second buffer the end of every song right. but the first song into the second song is it's it's an intro into a song and it just we were sitting there la- almost laughing about it, it was like how did <laughs> like how did we not know this but yeah. it's something we you learned about it was yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. and that doesn't take too, away too much from the experience no exactly like I mean we, we got it sorted very yeah, quickly after yeah. it's like it was brilliant yeah Exactly. So you were uh, you were happy with uh, how did, is that you were first on recording? No, you recorded with your other band. Yeah, yeah, I recorded with Crooked Edge. You really sneaky. How do you find recording? Oh, it's very as a vocalist. Mm, vocalist. I don't like hearing myself so like raw without yeah. a PA, yeah. without without not singing through PA through anything. Like I don't like that. <laughs> it's very. Uh, Exposing, and you're like, oh, jeez, I didn't realize more so than someone playing yeah. an instrument, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah they don't definitely. know how handy they have it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say, you know, I totally appreciate it because, like, I, yeah, I, the vocals, it's just something, oh. there's just that magic to it. Like, and it, it's very kind of different, different sitting in front of a microphone than on a stage, you know. Mm. It's, it's, it's a totally different experience with that EP, that Bloodwood. Uh, because Johnny, our drummer, was producing it, hmm. and I nearly threw him through a wall. You know, <laughs> that's so. that I, I produce a lot of our stuff, and that's happened a few times <laughs> as well. <laughs> so I can, I'm sure we can, we yeah. could probably uh, exchange a lot of stories there. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm a bit of a per- perfectionist. Like I, I actually find it quite difficult to listen to my own songs that yeah. I've sang on because I know that I'll pick out something and it's done and it's out. Like yeah. that, that is out in the yeah. public, yeah. the public domain. I can't change that. So it's sometimes I get really stressed. My dad will put on the CD and I'll be like, turn it off, turn it off. Yeah. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't, like not now, not now. I just need to <laughs> chill out and like leave it a couple of months yeah. and then come back to it because yeah. otherwise I'll yeah. just freak out over something that is not an issue, but to me it is. Yeah. And I, you know, I, 
I would ideally I'd love to know how to record my own vocals so that I could be in charge and I could be the one who presses yeah. the button and do it once or ten thousand times I've and not be a pain. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. like you know, we recorded with Danny, Danny was fantastic and he was because we knew him, like I was comfortable with him. But also I was like even if I wasn't a hundred percent happy with the take, I'd be like, you know, I'll just be polite. Like, yeah, yeah I don't want to, I don't want to upset you or annoy you or anything. So let's just move on. I, I, I learned early enough to stop doing that. Yeah, yeah. Stop I, being polite, and you know, you're paying these dudes or whoever it may be, and yeah. uh, you know, do it sorry, the right way. Yeah, do it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm singing it, so do it that way. Like, you yeah. know, but yeah, it's it's a tough old situation mm. at times. Um. So yeah. So tomorrow night is the official launch. Yeah. Nice, Finally, nice. yeah, awesome. like Christmas. <laughs> Tell us about it. Uh, well, it's happening in Chennai tomorrow night, and I think the doors are eight, is it? The doors, I think Chennai itself is open from eight. I think they're doing the doors for the gig around nine o'clock. Mm. Great. Um, we have two really cool and kind of different bands as well. We've yeah. got Sky Pilot coming down from Belfast. Awesome band. The awesome. gig, real quick. The gig is um, it's being run by Kev from Jet Rocker. In association with um, the distortion project, oh, yeah, James yeah. up the north. Of so, um, it's quite yeah, it's quite an amalgamation of the three different bands. Like and, and Ritual King as well are coming from uh, Manchester yeah. in the UK. Not a lot Yeah, and we've we've already kind of just been messaging a little bit back and forth, but yeah. they seem like real nice dudes. I think they're over for the siege. Yeah, I think they um, And yeah, no, we're just we're just really excited to. To play, put it's on a bit of a great. performance. Different yeah. venue as well. Like we, I okay, I love playing favors. Yeah. I love yeah. it still. Same. Um, that's maybe not so much. I don't know, but I never get tired of it because I drink there and I love yeah. playing there. I, love I just love there. the place. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I'll die there. Like bury me in favors. <laughs> but um, so it'll be different to play somewhere else that's not favors. Um, yeah. and a different crowd probably as well. Like mm-hmm. this will. Be the first, is this our, I think this is our first gig we've put on ourselves or maybe our second that we need that we've had to do the promoting and like we are bringing people to see us. It's not yeah. like we're playing in a place where people already like that yeah. this, yeah. a certain yeah. kind of music and we'll be passing by and like you know punters you know just kind yeah. of building up the crowd. This will be like our crowd, so that's kind of nerve wracking. So you're like, will one person be there? Will <laughs> five? <laughs> So look at it as a good challenge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, I, I think that's something that we were excited to do as well because when it came to trying to sort something, we didn't just want to do, you know, just fibers again. Even though yeah. like, I, I'm the same, like I do love playing fibers. Yeah. People give out about fibers a lot, but it's brilliant. It has started so many bands mm. off, and you know, even there's been international touring bands who have come and played fibers like and yeah. have put on amazing shows. Yeah. In favour of McGee's and it's I don't know, it's a piece of the Irish music scene history there. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think the whole thing with, with this EP and everything that we've done is we tried to do things a little bit differently. You know, we didn't necessarily go with a very metal artwork or mm-hmm. we got white T shirts instead of black T shirts mm-hmm. and yeah. We just said, you know, that where works. else could we go? And you know, the idea of Shane came up and we were like Sounds sounded like a plan, yeah. like yeah. yeah. Kev was a great help. We dealt with Kev a lot, and he kind of he helped us out a bit because we we're finding it tough to find somewhere to put on um, that would kind of deal with us as a band. And yeah. he said he knew the guys there, and he had worked with James as well because the guys I think were already due to come over, and we kind of went in on the bill with them. But um, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. And I mean, be a great I think of it, it's gonna be a gig 
first and foremost, but it's a little bit of a celebration of the last yeah. year of hard work and Definitely. kind of, you know, we're just going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, that's what you yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And then that melts after that's a bonus. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. like I said, everyone get their ass down there tomorrow because I'd say it's going to be a great fucking night. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. 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 I hope to get down, I'm not promising, <laughs> anything, but I'll do my best. Um, so, of course, I wish you the very best of luck for that. Well, thanks thanks yeah, very yeah, much. Because you deserve every good things. Very good things. All Very good things. <laughs> Maybe I should start scripting this. Uh, just before we go, tell me quickly about the video. Compromise me. Yes. Very good. Very cool video. Ah, uh, it was so much fun to film. Um, it was a really great experience. Olga was fantastic. Like she was, she had emailed us months and months and months ago saying, "Hey, I'm doing a discount for bands involved in Metal to the Masses," mm-hmm. and then we were like, "Ah, oh, doesn't really suit us right now." And then I shot her an email in. What, July, July or so and said point, hey yeah. any chance you've anything any availability coming yeah. up and she's like yeah I'll still give you the discount by the way and we were like oh nice. my god thank yeah. you Fair and that's play, deadly yeah. uh, shout out to Olga for just being a yeah. legend she's fantastic and she so we she was really interested in just doing the video justice for the song you know she wanted yeah. to keep she wanted to, to didn't want it like she gave like us the creative you know reigns like she was like we can collaborate i'm not just gonna you know do my own thing like i want to hear what you guys want to present and then you know she was gonna throw a spin on it so she showed us some locations that she had picked out we picked the location um cannot disclose where it is unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) um and uh yeah let's show so we 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 recorded we filmed the video there at the end of august mm-hmm. and we brought roy from Greyface down with us and he was the actor that i was sitting in the chair yeah. and screeching at for yeah. three minutes for um, yeah for <laughs> i brought a bottle of whiskey with me as well because i was like i'm so awkward and yeah. shy even before shows i have to have two drinks that's my magic number two, two drinks, drinks yeah. so i had two maybe three drinks before the video <laughs> it's at least enough and um, yeah no it's good it's good we were really happy with Looks what well. we were doing Looks with it. Yeah. it was um, a lot of work went into it and I think we I don't want to say we underestimated the amount of work we'd have to do setting the video up yeah. itself mm-hmm. um, but like uh, Olga herself like put so much work and especially um, Al Daly as well who was there um, he was assistant and a friend of theirs Connor Fleming I think he was mm-hmm. the, the gaffer okay. on the, the set as well but we had like bits of apprehension there was different things we thought oh I'm not sure how this is going to work but I think they just put us totally at ease mm-hmm. of course um, and you know she had a very clear vision once we kind of told her what we were what looking we for wanted, she... you know they had a full storyboard we got there we knew what they knew what they were doing and it just it put us at ease then uh, when we started because I always find the worst part of those things is just you know getting there and getting set up and yeah. when it actually starts going you know it, mm-hmm. it just the magic started flowing yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's doing well it's doing well it's doing very well so yeah. Yeah. yeah like I mean we didn't really have much of a YouTube presence before and it shot up to a thousand views I think in the first two days or something That's like that cool. which is quite good That's for amazing. like a band that we've done bits and pieces around before but we're yeah. not particularly well established I know yeah that's very good but yeah. um, it's doing well and <laughs> it's led to some kind of just random people seeing it and it's led yeah. to cool things like we were seen by this guy on Facebook um, there's two guys actually I'll give him a shout out Craig 
and Steve, and they run a Facebook page for Fianna Fronted Bangs. Oh, cool. But they, I don't know how they saw the video. Yeah. They saw it somehow, but they mm. loved it. And then we kind of got an influx of people from there. Then Community. You know, we have a lot of people who kind of know the band now and love the video who mm. aren't in the Irish scene. They're not our friends and family. And that's <laughs> yeah. a nice kind of validation, yeah, I suppose, to that from mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, no, the, the, the feedback has been great. And um, it's up on Spotify as well. And it's been doing doing quite well on Spotify. Actually, so yeah. um, so yeah, the future's looking well. It is. It's looking good. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> we're enjoying the process. Wherever it's taken us, we're yeah. enjoying it so far. So. And... Have you any plans to uh, gig out to the UK, uh, like the UK or Ireland or the we Europe? Or are, we we're in we're kind of chatting with a few people over in the UK. We'd love to do like maybe a weekend. You know the way a lot of UK bands come here. They'll Each do one, yeah. Dublin. Yeah. They'll do uh, maybe Belfast, yeah. and then they do the Siege. We'd love yeah. to do something similar in that sort of vein. Maybe get in with with a few people and. We're, yeah. rough chats with a couple of people about it but nothing so no, I think it would be great this is just my opinion mm. I think it would be great if you guys in Sectile maybe went across oh really yeah. oh, yeah. we played a couple of gigs with Sectile um, in Metal to the Masses yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that would be a nice package they're another amazing Irish band as well so yeah, yeah they're fantastic absolutely one of my favourite bands in yeah. the country lovely dudes as well yeah so I think we'll wrap it up yeah, if yeah. that's okay with you guys absolutely that's it, yeah. thank you very much for coming along thanks for uh, listening to you. us shine on for <laughs> right now <laughs> what I do you know if we don't listen to you shine on who will <laughs> you know um, it's been really cool having you yeah. and tomorrow's going to be fucking amazing today yeah yeah. Well, we can't wait so we hope, yeah. Yeah. We hope so, everyone else is going to enjoy as much as we are um, before we go uh, if we're not talking to everybody in a week or two happy Halloween Woo-hoo, happy Halloween and be safe out there and look after your Sorry. pets <laughs> yes Make sure they don't have any bangers going up their asses. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for now, Ainsley, thank you very much. Thank you, Carl. Ronan, as Cheers, always, Carl. thank you. Pleasure. Um, King Rose Court, I'm gone. Adios. Bye.